host of The Cell. I invite you to listen to our program every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. I would also like to thank you for listening to Community Radio on WGRN LP 94.1 FM, Columbus. I'd like to welcome our listeners back. This is Felice, your host, and I also have with me Mr. Ernest Kelly, who's my co-host. And today we have another great guest. It is Miss Lena Dodley, who is an author. And we're going to hear all about, you know, how she kind of got to where she is right now and what her future plans are. Hello, Lena. Hey, hey, how y'all doing? Good we're evening. doing fine. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, what I'd like for you to do is to, you know, share with our listeners, a, you know, a little bit about yourself so they can become you know, somewhat intimate with you while we continue on with this interview? Sure. So I thought about being an author when I was a little girl. I was actually sitting in the back of my mother's um, station wagon, and I was actually reading the Bible. And I was flipping through the pages, and I just saw all these names. And my mother, she was driving, and I was like, hey, Mommy how do these people get all these names in this book? And she said, well, if you're good, one day your name would be in the book. Well, for me, I wasn't thinking about the religious aspect of it. I was thinking that I just want my name in a book. And I wanted it, (laughs) I wanted everybody to read my name, like, you know, everybody's name was in the book. Um, Fast forward. By the time I got to the fourth grade, we had to write stories. So in the fourth grade, I was presenting my first horror story. Well, I scared everybody in the classroom, and I still remember my teacher, um, Deborah Payne, a fourth grade, and she looked horrified, and I said, I'm <laughs> onto something here. Uh, because she was shocked because literally I was talking about people dying and just doing all sorts of things. And I'm sure she was thinking, you know, how can this little girl have this type of imagination? Well, fast forward a little bit more. Um, I grew up in the Linden area here in Columbus, Ohio, and I'd seen a lot of things growing up. And I think we have choices about how we can express ourselves. So normally when I would see things or if things would make me happy or sad, I would just write stuff down. So I began writing at an early age, just my feelings and, you know, putting things in a diary or I would start rhyming. I had a lot lot of words and stuff in my head. And so back then, I think I was the original rapper, but couldn't rap. (laughs) So (laughs) I still can't rap. But I have a lot of rhymes in my head, so I figured God gave me a lot of words in my head, and I got to do something with it. That has to be, you know, most of the time when they say that a person has a lot of words or numbers in their head, they want to associate that with someone who is on the artistic level or someone that has, you know, uh, some type of uh, issues back in the day. I think that they kind of, you know, thought that way about you know, kids, and you've seen some movies, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of like talk about how bright the kid is, but they just can't stop their brain from operating in a right. certain way, and that 
therefore they wanted to always kind of put them, you know, categorize them and throw them into this um, level, you know, even right. though they like were hyperactive or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that your parents recognized and allow you to, uh, and you learned how to put all that on paper yes. so that it didn't all stay up there, you know. Right. And, you know, but um, how, when you said that you were in the car and that you were mm-hmm. reading the Bible, how old, by how old do you think you were? I think I was about seven. Okay. Okay. Seven. You said you wanted mm-hmm. your name in the book. I wanted my name in the book because I'm figuring, <laughs> I've seen all these books over time period and people's names are there. And I'm like, well, I want people to remember my name. Mm-hmm. So what do I have to do? So what do I have to what, do to get there? <laughs> what do I have to do to get there? And so it took me a while to get to where I am now. But however, the journey that I've taken to get to where I am now has not been easy <laughs> because I didn't okay. believe in myself at one point. Okay. And even though I would write for years, and I would put things in books, and I would write poetry. Instead of people buying Christmas gifts, I would actually give people poems for their Christmas gifts. And I would just look at the person and then I would tell them what I see um, through my verses. And then I would frame it and give it to them as a gift. That was nice. I used to call myself doing that too. Did you? Okay. I used to have a song and I would write my song down. Mm -hmm. And like you say, what was in your head? I still have uh, quite a few of them. And then I would take them and put them in a picture frame and mm-hmm. I would, you know, try to make it as pretty as I could and yep. give it, you know, to yep. someone because if that person had that meaning, you know, behind it. You know something? I was probably a rapper, too, then. See, you were. You, know you just didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> we just haven't been discovered. Great. I'm waiting for somebody to discover me. They can, they can have my lyrics. I just can't rap. <laughs> I can. Yeah. Can you rap, Ernie? Ernie, no. can you rap? You can't. No. Oh, we all in trouble. Not at all. Nope. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not sorry. Before, uh, Lena, before I get up here and hog up the uh, hog up the interview, I gotta let Ernie get in. I'm paying okay. him back for last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> back. I'm ready. I'm ready. What you got, Ernie? Ernie, I was. I forgot that you was there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, no problem. <laughs> it's a habit you can't break. You Uh-oh. said that right. There's, <laughs> hey, there, there's a tune. Hey, that sounds like right. a rap to me right there. Right, it is. It is. <laughs> He's a poet like and didn't know it. Keep going. <laughs> when you uh going through school, you know, and you're, you know, to get to the point you're at now, how mm-hmm. did you prepare for, like, writing these books that you've uh, published? Did, did you, like, take a lot of writing courses? or? I did um, not. I I literally stepped out on faith, just, just okay. a leap of faith. I just decided, you know, I had – I felt like I had put my life on hold long enough doing things for other people, and I had decided that year – no matter how many times people told me no, that they didn't want to take my first book, I was going to keep going until they took it. How old were you when you wrote your first book? 
Um, so I got to backtrack. I was uh, you making me have to count. I was in my forties. Uh, How about that? Oh, <laughs> oh. I was in my forties. <laughs> no, I, I didn't give it all the way up. I might only be forty nine. Hey, Lena. I'm sorry. Not learn. You do not ask a woman her age. I said I was in my forties, so doesn't that tell you something? <laughs> you don't look forty, Lena. Well, thank you. I'm, I, I'm not. <laughs> you are. Oh, thank you. You are fabulous, and your every uh, photo that we've seen, uh, and even some of the stuff mm-hmm. that you put on Facebook, you are fabulous. fabulous. Thank you, darling. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would card you if you came into my uh, establishment asking for a drink, which I'm sure you probably don't drink. But if you did, I would ask mm-hmm. for a drink. <laughs> I'll never tell all of my secrets because ladies don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell your age and don't tell your secrets. You, you're going to have to guess. <laughs> and I'm still going to say yes and no. For a second, Ernie, I just, Lena, I just want you to remember that Ernie brought this up. For the 40 years, Uh (laughs) right? 35, (laughs) let's back it up a little bit more. 35 years. For the 35 years. So, what, I mean, I know that there were some things when you said, when did you finally decide to say, okay, this is it, and I'm stepping out on faith. Was it because people were saying no to you? No. Or you just didn't have the confidence at that point? I don't think I felt free, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Um, I I was married when I was writing, and I was doing a lot of writing when I was married, but I put everything in storage or on hold. And then I got divorced. And I think... Getting divorced catapulted me into my destiny. So okay. I'm not saying a divorce is a good thing, but as I explained to the people who surround me and even my ex, because I still give him credit for because he still encourages me. But it was like a sense of freedom that I can now do everything that I wanted to do without anybody saying no or um, I have to consider someone else's feelings. It was just like a, just a new path that I was able to take. And it was like, go, <laughs> you know, just, just run, go, girl, don't stop. And I haven't stopped writing since. So which was out of the books that you have published, which was the first one that you published? My first one was Peanut Butter and Jelly Kids Family Time. I'm just curious, how did you mm-hmm. come up with that name? Peanut oh. Butter and Jelly, I mean, you know. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I, had, I was babysitting, and I had three little kids over. Um, my nephew, Butter, my nephew, Peanut, and at that time, I called my um, granddaughter, Sugar. And then I said, hey, Butter, go get Peanut and Sugar. And I was like, wait a minute, Peanut, Butter, Jelly! <laughs> oh, <laughs> literally. And then I was like, that's my book! <laughs> It's just like, it was like a lightning bolt just like hit me in my chest. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah, like, Yeah, oh that's my when God. you know. Yeah, it hit me. And I wrote, I've only published three of those, but I wrote about 10 literally within a few months. But I'm still wow. putting them out. Yeah. Okay, so you wrote, you have 10 that you have together, but you only published the three. Three. And then you'll uh, gradually be letting out the other ones. Yes. Publishing the other ones. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Now there's there's three kids. So are the kids there is. And peanut butter? Is it the kids and peanut butter and jelly your grandchildren? So my the, my granddaughter's jelly and my okay. grandnephews is peanut and butter. So this is in regards. <laughs> they help you inspire. They inspire me to write the book. Okay. And then the parents in the story, um, Meemaw is actually, um, I call her my mother-in-love. Um, she was my mother-in-law. And then um, Pop-Pop is actually my ex-husband. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he is actually the ex-husband. Yeah. Because he oh, still inspired me because he's part of my grandkids' history. You know, he's part of their past, mm-hmm. their present, and their future. And I'm going to make sure he's included in there because I I, I know I'm different than a, a lot of people. Even if I'm the same, I'm different. And I believe once we're family, we're family no matter what. That's, I'm sure that made it easier uh, for the transitions with you and your kids. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody was. Everybody says the same thing. Like what? I'm like, yeah. He, he's still. He's still part of the picture. I mean, as long as he's alive, and even if he's not, at least he also has a part of his. Well, that means that you know that's good that you're able to use people in your life as your inspirations and actually mm-hmm. put them in the book. I I say she. You know her her story is is very inspiring, really. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm enjoying you guys. Come conversation and because uh, you know her you know her and her ex-husband is still you know civil to each other and mm-hmm. a lot of times you don't you don't hear that story it's uh, it's complete opposite so yeah it is uh refreshing to uh to hear that um that that they're involved but mm-hmm. what what it's- age what what age group are are your book targeting what what uh, what's the youngest and the oldest that you that your books are looking to target? I would say um, five to nine. The first book is a, for the older kids, but the first book is actually an introduction. So what I did is like a progression. So Peanut Butter and Jelly Kids Family Time, it ends, but it doesn't end. So you have to actually buy the second book peanut butter and jelly kids Christmas story because it picks up where that one left off. And then after peanut butter and jelly kids Christmas story, you have peanut butter and jelly kids unleashed. Okay. And then it's going to be the other series. It's like a series under peanut butter and jelly. I think that's great. Mm -hmm. And just like Ernie said, um, I'm sure that, and I hope that what you said about your relationship and how you looked at your relationship with your ex-husband and your, mm-hmm. you know, your ex, you know, your mother-in-law, that hopefully has touched somebody out there to let them know that it doesn't have to always be that you walk away hating each other or you walk right. away um, from someone, and that you can still have respect and have them in your life. Right, right. You know, I mean, you positive. have to go through the steps. You have to go through the steps of the mourning the anger, the sadness, and, you know, till you get to the healing and then the total forgiveness. So I had to go through all the steps, but in that process, I call it eating my crow and, you know, sucking on lemons. <laughs> I had to try to remember <laughs> what I truly believed in, even as a little girl, because my parents, they were divorced. And okay. I remember mm. them 
being people of faith. And I'm like, well, how can you be people of faith and then you don't get along? So I encouraged them as a little girl to get along and for us to have big dinners with the exes, you know, with the mom, but my mom divorced, dad divorced. I encouraged them to have dinners and they looking at me like, oh my gosh, I'm having to eat my own words. Yeah. But guess what? When I got older, I had to eat my own words too. <laughs> I remember what I did to them and I just felt like God was saying, well, you, you got to do the same thing. <laughs> I'm like, well, okay. So That's, as I understand that part. I remember one time I was feeling sorry for myself about had nobody called me, had nobody done this, you know, and mm-hmm. sure enough, just like you say, it's like somebody just smacked me and said, well, who have you called when this happened mm-hmm. and this happened? Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, my God. <laughs> and I had right. to kind of like change my attitude, you know, mm-hmm. on that because it was right. You know, how I'm going to get mad at somebody when I didn't even do what it is that I'm saying other people should do. So and I had to get myself together on that. And just considering maybe they're going through something. That's how I try to look at it. I might be going through and they're going through at the same time and we both mad at each other for different reasons. Like who's going to break the ice? Who's going to cross the mm-hmm. bridge first? Well, you know something, this is supposed, this interview is supposed to be about you and your book. <laughs> oh, it is but, still. It is. You trust know, me. Wait a second. But you know something? It's, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it was supposed to take this little detour. Maybe, you know, okay. there is someone out there that's supposed to hear what it is that you're talking about. So someone's going to get blessed from the conversation of this show. Awesome. Um, awesome. I do want to ask you about your other book, The Hoppers yes. and the Poppers. The Hoppers. The, no, you're not saying it right. It's okay, say hoppers, it right. The Hoppers and the Poppers. <laughs> Yes, because the book comes out of London, England. (laughs) I went with Austin, yes, Austin Macaulay. (laughs) They published this book for me. (laughs) I was going to say, because I knew that something, uh, one of the books, your series got published by Christian Publishing Company. So this one is from Austin Macaulay. Out of, okay. yes, out of London, out of London. No. <laughs> so I decided that. the hoppers and the poppers. Yes, it okay. is. <laughs> How did that and come I just about? To do something, well, I wanted to do something different. I wanted to, again, take another chance. And I said, you know what, well, let me cross the waters and just go to a different place and to see what would happen. And they accepted, accepted my book. So that was it. <laughs> Um, I had everything published. How did you come up with the characters? Because, I mean, our listeners, you really need to go online and Google her and see (laughs) the characters that she has here for this book. And I'm like, you know something? When you said that you had an imagination when you was in Mm -hmm. fourth grade, that's (laughs) right. I'm like, how did she come up with these characters? I know. <laughs> so I was actually watching TV. Because, and so when I'm about to birth a book, as I call it, I um I can't sleep. My head gets really noisy. And I feel, I always say, feel weird. So I'm like, okay, here I go. Here I go. What is it? What is it? When am I supposed to be writing? So I'll start doodling. And I was watching TV um, a couple years ago. And it was a commercial about a birthday party. Well, the balloons came up off the screen for me. So it was like they came alive. And then I was like, oh, my goodness, the hoppers, because I thought balloons. 
And then I got stuck for a minute. And I had to call my aunt because I was like, aunt, I got my next book. It's called it's called The Hop. And I said, but I'm stuck. And she said, The Poppers. I was like, <laughs> And it hit me again like a lightning bolt when she said, The Poppers. And she said, well, now what you going to do with it? I, she said, well, what is it? I said, balloons and pins. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It just, I just saw balloons, different types of balloons. And um, I knew it was supposed to be about uh, the different types of um, sewing pins. So that's the other characters. They're different types of sewing pins. And it's a <laughs> lesson uh, <laughs> about not discriminating. <laughs> you have an imagination. Yeah. And this is also targeted towards that same age group that Ernie brought up, right? Yes, between five and nine. But some of the adults, they enjoy it too. So I wouldn't say it because um, (laughs) when you read it, for me it was funny, and I I still um, read it and I laugh. And I've been like, how did I come up with this? But I want to give credit also for um, for the artwork. Um, the gentleman, his name is David Lynch, and he's an artist here in Columbus, Ohio. And he is awesome. When I say he is it's awesome, beautiful. he is dynamic person to work with. Um, we knocked out this project. He, um, I paid him for his services. I want you to know it's not free. I paid him for his services, and um, it took about a year for us to, to finish everything before I submitted it. So the um, so the, nobody else had to touch anything. I wanted to make okay. sure that I had my own artwork. This is great. So if the pen should happen to hug the balloon, is it going to pop? <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> yes, it would. That's why they're not supposed, they're not supposed to do that. They're not supposed to do that. Uh-uh. It, it says that on one of the pages. <laughs> Where was that? I'm going to try to find it real quick. Oh, here we go. He crossed the yard with a smile on his face. Mr. Hoppers met him halfway, but kept a safe space. Mrs. Hoppers looked unfrozen with fear. Mr. Hoppers and Mr. Poppers slowly drew near. (laughs) They're not supposed to touch. I read that, and I, I guess at that time, I wasn't thinking about the reason why you were saying it. But now that since I asked the question, I know the reason right. why you yes. that they can't <laughs> touch each other. They can now, never touch. Now, how many how many books do you have? Uh, the Hoppers and the Poppers. Just one, <laughs> just one. <laughs> but I actually have. I, you said the Hoppers and the Poppers. Yes, yeah, um, okay. I have one out. I'm waiting, but I already have four of those written. Okay, well he did fantastic wow. on the. But only had, oh, thank you. Yeah. On the illustrations, he really did. I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, where did they come up with these? <laughs> well, and it's so funny because the house is actually a pin cushion from when I was a little girl on the front cover. Oh my goodness, it is. Yeah, because my mother, <laughs> my mm-hmm. mother used to sew, right? And that's what she used to put all her pin cushions in. So literally, every book that I write is based upon my family and my memories and my feelings and my emotions. That's great. And then I can share it. Okay. So what do you have planned for the future? Well, since you have any future other I do. I'm actually working on a project with David Lynch again. Um, it's gonna be a comic book series, but I can't get the name yet. So we're working on okay. our first comic book series together. And another young lady, Stephanie Odom, I just want to put the names out there. She's also um collaborating with us 
on this project. And I'm also working on my first adult novel, and it is titled Crack. Simple as that. Okay. Yeah. So can you share with us a little bit about where, you know, what Crack might be about? How about I give you a couple lines? I'll give you a couple lines. Flowing, Flowing from my mind to the depths of my soul, life of eternal madness and words filling the hose. Pen meet paper, words meet my heart. Universe prepared for the purpose of my birth, absorbing the vapors, inhaling the flame, bent back, cracked soul, birthing my name. Like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Ernie, what you think about that? That's why she's a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she's a rapper. Next, <laughs> next you just got to get somebody to write the music to that. Uh, please do find somebody for me. We could go. Then we could go and you know go into. Now you know I'm not gonna charge you for this part. You know. For this. You can be my finder's fee. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not gonna charge you for for this idea. Thank this, you. This idea of going to the movies with it, but yeah. I'm waiting, <laughs> Ernest. I'm waiting. Damn. <laughs> And I will give you credit for putting it out there for me. Uh-huh. Say, I, I, remember I write when. music, too. I write yeah. music, too. That's what's so funny. I just, I you write music, the right too? To collaborate. I do. <laughs> I write music. That, that's what I was thinking about when you were saying, when you were saying that is, you know, next, it looks like that's the next uh, sequence is the music mm-hmm. and doing uh Maybe, you know, a cartoon or short Mm -hmm. story or something like that. Yeah. The Faith Thomas Foundation would like to thank you for listening to The Cell. We broadcast on WGRN 94.1 FM every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. You can also stream us live on Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. on WGRN 94.1. For more information on the Faith Thomas Foundation, please visit our website, Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is FaithThomasFDN.